And I, I felt something that, that, that uplifted my spirit. And, and, and I don't know. I just wasn't the same from that moment on. I had to go meet him and find out more about this thing that he was playing. And gosh, over 30 years later, that saxophone he was playing has been a very uh, part of my life to this day. And I tell you, it's, it's amazing how just following your passion and doing your thing, your, following your vision for your life, I'm speaking in terms of him, can inspire others and just transform their future. So that was the inception into music uh, from so pretty much I started playing in the church. I was self-taught and that led to playing in high school, which led to uh, studying with a renowned classical saxophonist named Donald Center. And uh, it's just been it's been my story ever since. Wow. So for you, it was a childhood um, experience that carried on and now here you are playing all over the world. Can you, can you talk to us about um, what that's been like for you um, to be able to play um, your favorite instrument? Because I know you play more, but we'll, we'll talk about those. We know we, you, sp you play other instruments as well. But what has it been like for you? What has it been like? It has been very, very uh, rewarding in so many different ways. Uh, I don't know. It's been work. It's been hard work. I know we make it often make it look easy, but it is work. <laughs> uh, rewarding in the fact that you're able to do what you are called to do. You're able to travel around the world, um, see sites, uh, have experiences that none of the fellows in my neighborhood, they didn't have those experiences. The only thing that I could see is that the most I presented an opportunity for me and I jumped on that. Um, but traveling, hmm, you never come back the same. Your whole atmosphere is different. Uh, <sighs> it, it, interacting with audiences, it matters not what language they speak. Mm. It's always the same reaction to the music. It's something about the vibration of music that touches people on a cellular level. I mean, it's just in our DNA to react to vibration and energy. And it, and when you your intention as an artist is love, I mean, it just brings us all, <laughs> it brings us all in the same place, joy. So it's all about you using music to unify people at the soul level. Wow. And I know that you're very spiritual. Talk to us about that, how music and your spiritual journey, how that coincides, how that unites for you. I don't see that, that to me, there is no separation. Mm. Uh, I think as an artist, you spend so much time in a practice room with an instrument, uh, searching for the right harmonies, the right melodies. And you're not searching externally, you're searching internally. And oftentimes you find that your voice by a voice within yourself speaking to you, guiding you, um, inspiring you through inspiration. So I don't know, spirituality is, I don't know how to separate it personally. Everything is spiritual. Very true. I totally, totally agree with that. And I mean, when you're playing, it's almost like you've gone into a zone Um uh, you've been transported somewhere and listening to it as well you get that feeling that you've been transported 
Um, how is that? How are you able to create that um, energy? How am I? Yeah. Yeah, that energy, that profound energy of uh, getting that musical message and being able to interpret comes from you letting go. Mm. Oftentimes, wow. in the past, as an artist, you, you think about all the stuff you learn, all the stuff you're taught, and then you realize that if your mind is so busy with all the theory and all that, something's missing. You're not really communicating effectively. But when you learn it and play it so much till it becomes a part of you, you don't think about all of that and you just let go. And when you let go, that's when that dynamic thing happened where, where people in the audience, they feel it, they know it. That's beautiful. Um, and I know that you have got a brand new album out, My Joy. Um, yes. Talk to us about My Joy. How did, how did it come about? What was the inspiration? And what, wow, what does it mean? my joy. Yes. Came about during the pandemic and um, just with so much gloom and doom that I had to sign out of my social media. I had to ban CNN and all the rest of those channels. I just banned them. And then I have to think of, realize that no matter what's going on in the world right now, I don't care if it's storming and, and the clouds are dark and they're coming your way, just rest assured that the sun somewhere is shining on the other side and, and you yeah. will see that sun, you will feel this warmth again. So I, I just realized that even it, with all that was going on, that we still had opportunities to, um, we had time to, to build our relationships, we had time to dig deeper into our craft. We had time to learn new things. I mean, gosh, yeah, that's so it, there was joy to be found even in the midst of, yeah. of all the gloom. So you took advantage where, when other people were like, oh my God, lockdown, you know, what's going to happen to me? You decided to take that time and create joy. Oh yeah, absolutely. We know that uh, pandemics they come and they go, but after they're gone, you need some music. You need <laughs> you need something. You need that medicine that music yeah. provides. And for me, that music is joy. It is peace. It is love. It's so many different things. It's powerful. Wow. So, can you talk us through some of the tracks that's on the album? Um, yeah. Uh, what? Okay. What is the what's the one that stands out for you? What's the what's the track that you you know really kind of it really sort of brought you know you brought so you put so much of you into it and it kind of stood out for you. What would you say? Or is it hard for you? Is it is it like sort of how do I choose? It is more like how do I choose? Because <laughs> at this point, at this point in the game. I think your audience deserve more than a project full of B, B tracks, you know what I mean? So I put my heart into every last one of them. And um, I work with some great artists who were, who are awesome and amazing and they bring the A game. So it's, it's kind of hard Not to yet. change you that. Can't so can you talk us through them then? So can you talk, um, just um, name and just kind of talk about the inspiration behind the, the each song and i know you mentioned there's other there's other people that um came together to help you to bring this wonderful masterpiece together 
So you might want Absolutely. to talk about some of them, Minchen. Okay, well, I've got like, I created a whole lot of music during that time. So <laughs> wow. some of it's not even compiled on, oh, wow. on CD form yet. So it's like, okay, it's, I work with quite a few folks. Um, don't really want to name drop, but um, a lot of them, you, you know them, they're in your okay. CD collection right now. And, <laughs> but we'll be, we'll be uh, putting that information more. Uh, we'll be putting it out in the days to come. Okay. And I'm still working on some back end things, making sure that we got all the right releases. Because uh, later in the game, I was aware that uh, certain artists, even though they play on your stuff, you still have to have permission from their record companies. So, uh, so yeah. And you know, as you said that though, um, you know, music is a, an amazing you know tool for our emotions, our spirit, everything. But that little word that comes afterwards, the business. How do you, how do you sort of um, enjoy what you do, and then at the same time be a very, um, you know, strong business, you know, person, businessman in the music business as well. How do you, how do you do, how do you use those two different hemispheres, you know, to kind of, um, yeah, because it's two different sides, aren't you? You're using with the business aspect of it, you're really sort of um, having to use the, the left brain and, you know, kind of be really um, caught up in how things are done and to make sure that everything works for you. Well, I think it's, for me, it was pretty much trial and error. Right. And um, after you uh, <laughs> have a brick fall on your head or on your foot, you learn to say ouch and, and, yes. and learn from that. Don't go there again, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would say that for me, uh, it's always been important to be able to know how to do things and then realize that someone can do it better. As an artist, most of our time is focused on our craft. We're practicing or we're gigging. We're, we're doing what artists do. And oftentimes, many of my sisters and brothers, they neglect the business yeah. side of it. Yeah. But it does get to a point that when you're trying to come up, oftentimes uh, in our community, folks aren't really working together and networking like they should. Mm. And uh, it's just, so for me, it was about, okay, if you want it done, guess what? You read very well. You gotta read a book and, and work and figure out it. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I'm past that point, I think it's important for artists to realize that you cannot do it alone. You have to have a team. A team is everything. And so, you know, you hire a great PR person like Desiree Benson. Yeah, you hire, yes. Oh, yes, yeah, she's a bomb. And you hire great uh, record promoters and you bring in you a good manager and you have people that can take you farther than you can take yourself uh, unless you um you know like michael jordan and you could just you're one man team <laughs> you still need your scotty pippins still need yes you still need but it and that's the thing though it's good to actually know that you need that because that's the thing as well isn't it it's about knowing what you need to mm -hmm. get the job done and you know, for you to be able to find the people that you found is awesome. So I will, well, yeah, go on, go ahead. It's not hard to find uh, mm -hmm. folks that are living their, their dream and, and doing excellence. Yeah. You're gonna see them, <laughs> they are there. 
and uh, that good thing called Google and Siri and all. I mean, man, they're, they're beautiful. So um, I don't mind researching and, and finding experts in any field and I'm reaching out to them. If you're going to learn, you may as well learn from the best. Yes. And so you're in the best hands. And so, and what's good about that, it allows you to do what you love and what is your, your passion, your purpose. And, you know, talking about that, um, for you, music being your purpose, playing the saxophone, I know you play other instruments as well. And um, have you, were you, did you inherit this skill? Did, was, is, are there any other musicians or singers in your family? Mm. In my <laughs> immediate family? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> my, my, my father, he toyed around with the uh, guitar later on. Um, in his life and he wasn't very good <laughs> oh. <laughs> but a photographer he threw down with that and, that's uh, his thing yeah engineering he threw down with that uh, mom she she's okay she don't say <laughs> but my extended cousins they will they would tear the church down <laughs> wow so, so maybe it was that, yes yeah yeah. Could have been one of those uh, recessive genes that just popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. And, you know, with that, with that said, how important is it to um, live your passion and to do something you love and something that you're gifted to do? You know, um, people come here with gifts and you found yours early on. How important is it to, you know, find your gift and to share your gift as you have done? How important is it? Mm. For me, it's vital. It's very vital. Um, I remember coming out of high school and finding jobs that was like going to, I don't know. It was, I don't even know what word to put, but it didn't feed me, it didn't feed my soul. No, yeah. But when you're living in your purpose, it just, man, it takes you up to a whole nother level. And um, it's, it's, I don't know, many folks are, are alive, but they're not living. Or they're living, but they're not alive. Mm. So it's like two sides that you got to have them both. And passion crosses that bridge and just makes your life more holistic. And so I, I think it's very essential to uh, follow your heart, even though there are some who don't know what their passion is. And, and that's the thing as well. Do you find um, your young you're a very young man. Do you find other young people um, come to, you know, do they come to you, obviously seeing what you're doing, seeing you're successful, do they come to you for advice? Do they, um, you know, and what is that like for you to um, be able to kind of help to maneuver people into their gift and, you know, they feel confident that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You ask really good questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I did. I did think I was going to uh, be a teacher. In fact, I took education classes at the University of Michigan. I came out and I taught at the Center for Creative Studies, College of the Arts. And for me to see the light bulb of uh, an understanding or knowledge and wisdom come on above someone's head, it's just—it's the greatest feeling in the world. To, to give and, and I don't know, you know that what you give them is going to take on a life beyond your imagination. They're going to take what they learn and run with it and touch other people's lives in ways that's very meaningful. So to me, 
I love that. That's almost better than a paycheck. Oh, wow. That's because I, I think, yeah, I hear you on that. And um, it must be so wonderful for you to feel that you're touching lives. But the people who you're touching, they're going to touch lives as well. So it just goes on and on and on, which is what the gift is all about, isn't it? The gift. It's a big old circle. <laughs> it's wow. just like, like it's a, I tell you, for, for example, my high school teacher, he was so instrumental in my life and in the direction of my life, especially musically. He uh, went beyond the, the call of a teacher that would take me places, would uh, take me to see artists, would do all kinds of things to inspire me. Mr. Richard Halley, I love it, brother. Oh, Anyways, wow. he poured so much Great. into my life that later on in his life, uh, as he retired, he became my student. He had studied classical and band music, but jazz was not his thing. And he wanted to go out and do some gigs in his community. And so he came to me and we would get together on Zoom and I would show him some things and he would be out just excited. <laughs> so it, it just goes to show the, the circle-like nature of life and giving. It's gonna come back. That's just the way the universe is wired. That's a beautiful story. Uh, your teacher, you know, became the student to you. What was it like, actually? So what was that like for you to be the one saying, right, this is what we're going to do today? And no, you didn't hit that note, you know? What was that like for you to be on the other end um, it was as a teacher? Very, very rewarding, actually. Very rewarding to be able to give back to someone that has poured into your life. It's, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. And I always consider him my musical father, and so we okay. do. That's just how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to do those things. Take it to the next level and pass it down or pass it up. Just get rid of it. Don't die with all that passion and knowledge and wisdom. Don't die with that. Okay. And, and, I, and I do think, you know, I think um, as, you know, certainly for myself, you, you can learn from young young people. It's not, it's not that... Um, you know, only older people can teach. Young people have so many, so many, so many gifts and so many things to teach. You know, and even from you know very little children, you can learn. You know, so much. So, I think that's a that's brilliant that you were able to do that. What I want to ask you, um, Lord Yancey, is tell us about jazz. What was it about jazz that really just resonated with you? As a Let me see. Classical was, was quite interesting. Um, I didn't really gravitate to it, even though I did it for four years. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes I found myself when I should be alert, like really want to fall asleep. So, <laughs> but after that, I enjoyed listening to it, but performing it, it didn't quite, it, it didn't do it for me. Right. But playing more improvisation based music, it was just like, for me, it was like, freedom it was like uh like being in church all over again <laughs> watching uh, a singer just let go and, and allow the spiritual vibes to melismatically go throughout the audience you know they tear it. you know those singers tear it up and that's all coming from a place of improvisation it's all like a call and response you hearing something that's downloaded into you and you let it go so for me it was freedom 
I love that, you know, what you just said there. It down, you know, you downloaded these beautiful melodies, this beautiful sound, and, um, you know, it's touching the souls of people. And, um, you know, and how, how does that happen for you? Do you have to do anything in particular to get that vibe and start downloading? Or how does it, how does it come about when you're um, creating? your music for me it's about <laughs> in, intention it's, a, it's about intention it's about uh, I don't know just prayer it's about meditation it's about listening for me that's it's meditation you just listen I mean oftentimes in prayer we do a lot of talking but when you meditate and do listening you, you it's a different experience there's a lot of things downloaded through that process. And for me, music, when you just let go, you hear all kinds of melodies popping in your head. It's just like being awakened to the birds, a choir of birds singing. So, yes, I love that. And you mentioned meditation there. Is that a practice, a regular practice of yours in, in order yes, to feed the mind and the soul and what have you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, it's all a part of my, my spiritual tools. I realize that uh, oftentimes it's easy to get caught up on what you can see, what you can feel, what you can touch, what you can hear. But uh, through my life's experience, we are so much deeper and there's something more powerful on the inside of us. And then when you can let go and and just allow that thing to grow, it's, it's powerful what can come out of a practice of meditation. Wow. Uh, many major inventions that have revolutionized the world have come from states of just being uh, not so caught up into the physical part of your life. Wow. Oh, I like the way you just um, went into that. It's, it is um, an important part of who we are. Um, and so many times people say, oh, I'm only human forget you know that powerful being part aspect of who we are which is where you're downloading all this wonderful music and um do you find um you know do you, do you have a ritual do you sort of have a daily ritual or you know that you do um to get yourself into that zone so to speak do i well my ritual pretty much is the prayer and the meditation. So um, I figure if you build that energy up around you, you stay ready. And it's not um, extra that you have to do. I will say that sometimes before uh, a recording or before a performance, I will go into uh, a state of prayer and, and, and ask the, oh, wow. the most tied to utilize me. And um, I recall being 13, well, maybe it was 14. And I had a vision. And this vision was that the spirit of Most High would flow through me and flow through the horn, go out into the audience and give people what they needed. Wow. My preparation is prayer. And That's I like recall. healing, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a young lady that came up to me. Well, many have come and given me their testimony. And most of it, you really don't. It's like, did you really say that to me? But this young lady said, she said, I was in the audience. I had come. I didn't really want to go anywhere. I had been sick for three months. 
she said, but my friend bought me a ticket to your concert and I came and you walked out in the audience. And as you got closer to me, I could feel the vibrations from your horn. And she said, instantly, the sickness I've been dealing with for three months, it was just completely gone. And she said, I wanted to share that with you. And I thought, wow, that's, that's the vision I had at yeah. 13, 14 years old. And it has nothing to do with me. And I know before that performance, I had pretty much made myself available in a moment of meditation and prayer. So, hey, flow through me. So it wasn't me, but that's just the power of music. That's the power of intention. That's the power of not making your music not about you, but making it about something more bigger than you. Wow. You know, and as you said that, how important is it? Because music is so important, you know, it's it's got so much power over us in terms of what it can do. It can change your state in a moment. It can do so much. How important is it to have, um, you know, music and, and say for artists, say words, you know, people singing. How important is it to have positive music um, with that energy that can actually heal somebody um, who's been ill for three weeks, three months, and not sort of, you know, take somebody down the wrong road. Hmm. I hate to say this word, but for me, it's every day. I will, you will not find me playing any type of message that I don't believe in. Yeah. And um, I think we have enough destructive uh, songs and out there that I, I'm not going to join in on that. <laughs> and words, to me, words, lyrics, well, you don't necessarily need uh, lyrics, but lyrics are beautiful too. For me, lyrics, uh, they create images. They create images that become a fixture in, in the mental space. And, and, and uh, over time, those things become manifested in your life. So the words that you are feeding yourself, they, they take a uh, they grow in the soil of your life. So I think it's very important to watch things that you listen to. Yeah. Very important. I agree. I agree. And I know, I want to go back to the album, My Joy. I know you're very excited about that. And um, how long did it take to bring that whole masterpiece together? How long did, you know, with everything from start to finish? Now, and My I Joy is a single on uh, my upcoming. Oh, I see. Oh, right. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I thought it was an out. I thought it was the title of an album as well. Is that not the title of the? No, album? that's just the title of the singles. Oh, okay. uh, so that is when, how, when is that going to be released and how can people? It's released now. You can find it. get hold of that? Anywhere you can find, <laughs> everywhere. Yes, everywhere. There you go. Everywhere. And, you know, I love the title, My Joy, and with what you said about downloading, I just feel, you know, with what we've gone through over the last 18 months, people yeah. need, you know, to have some joy. People need to find that joy within themselves. And was that, the, you know, from what you're saying, I feel that that was your inspiration. You really wanted to bring back the joy. Exactly. If, if a person don't move their head, stump their feet, uh, <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah, I, was, I don't I need to record it. it. If you don't feel something, <laughs> I don't need to record it. I will leave it out off the project. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, it's important to, to feel, to have uh, a shift 
in your energy. It's just important. And music is, is that vibration, that tool that, that gets you to a whole nother realm for me. Very so, good. yeah. Very much. Wow. So, um, Lord Yancey, what, you've got the album coming out. What's, talk to, what's, what does the future hold for you? Where do you see yourself going um, with your music? Um, you tour. Um, talk to us about some of the places you've been and what has been the impact? You know, how have people responded? I've been to many places in Europe. Um, I, I don't even <laughs> been to most of the islands. Um, I've toured throughout the United States as well. And uh, again, um, this response is always the same. Now they say a prophet is never, you know, he, he's not appreciated in his hometown, but you know, when you do what you do, when you start playing music in a place like Detroit, you learn that you've got to bring it. Otherwise, you're not going to get no attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in certain yeah. cities, yeah. certain yeah. cities, that, uh, they train you that if you don't bring it, you are, you go, you're not going to get much love. And so Detroit was a great training ground for me to be able, and the church, many great artists uh, come through the church. Yeah. So that's the spiritual component. And then the, the education part of it, the technical. So you bring all that to any audience and the reaction is always the same. It's all love. They feel the love coming through that instrument and then they give it back. They walk in one way like they've been beat down by the week. But when they leave, it's like they feel refreshed, like they continue to <laughs> show yeah. up. The power of love in music is just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. It's, it's food for the soul. It's nourishment for the soul. And, um, you know, uh, there's something about the saxophone. What, what would you say? You play several instruments. What is it about the saxophone for you that, you know, just brings us je ne sais quoi? So, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about sex? The saxophone is the closest thing to the human voice. Mm. So it has a way of speaking yes. to a person like a voice would. Yes, yeah. That's not to exclude other instruments. Uh, depending on the person performing, playing it, though, you could make any instrument talk. But uh, for some, whatever reason, that saxophone is something special to me. Mm. Very special. And it, it's, um, although I play many other instruments, it allows me to communicate in a way that I know this is my thing right here. But real soon, I will be adding some new instruments to my public performance. I'm gonna come out of the shadows oh, wow. and start sharing some of these other, <laughs> other tubes. I just love the spiritual vibe that, and I know that you're you know, spirituality is really important to you. Your music's really important to you. And, um, you know, you've got, you know, people are so excited. I know when I was putting out um, the the flyer today to say you were coming on, people were really, you know, seemed to respond really well. And there was a small part of my joy being played. Really, really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Alex Goss, um, Terhan, uh, Van Dyke, and, and Marcus Hunter. Uh, I, I owe it to all of us putting our heads together, making that mm. what it is. And even 
Dave Kuhnert for us saying, hey, man, you, we got to go with this as your single. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. The it's team. Like, the, yeah, like I was about to say that it's, it's like your family during that time creating together, I suppose. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it was part of the family. And uh, Chris Big Dog Davis was part of the family. And uh, Phil Davis in Atlanta, he's part of the family. And a whole lot of other exceptional uh, writers, producers, and uh, musicians. Yeah. Awesome. So, what was you? What do you hope people are gonna when they hear when they sit down and they listen to my joy? Um, what is it? Because you you know you said you like you have this thing where you get an idea of how you know you put a you put an intention out. What's the intention that you've put out for my joy when people hear it? My intention is always love. It's always love. It's always uh, to raise a person's vibration. Um, and whatever it is they're going through in their life, yeah. that that music will, will insulate them. It will uh, mm. raise their consciousness to a whole nother level and, and they realize that it's not so bad. Life is not so bad. I can do this. I can overcome this. That's I can great. keep going on another day. Yeah. Hang in there um, because you never know what's, you know what's coming. You never know what you're gonna, what's going to be there for you to do on the other side. So, Yancy, what I'd like you to do, because you know, like you said, you know, you're a young man, you're living your dream. I want you to really just talk into the soul, the spirit of other young people or anyone who's out there, it might not even be a young person, but anyone who's got a dream, but they've put it, they've lost the, the drive for whatever reason. And, um, you know, they think, oh, I can't do it. They're listening to this and they're thinking, oh, it's great, you know, for, for Lord Yancey, but I don't think I can, I don't think I can live my dream. I don't think I've got a purpose. What would you say to them to get mm. them, you know, dreaming again? Mm, that's a, ooh, okay, you laid that one on me. Let me go with the idea. Let me see what I got. Mm. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I would say that, uh, just monitor your environment. Mm -hmm. See what what it, um, influences your your around that that's either um, adding value to your life or taking away from your life. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, we surround ourselves with uh, folks who didn't live their dream, and we we're listening to them, and we have them in our ear. And so, you gotta uh, seek out a mentor, seek out someone that's living their dream. Surround yourself around people that are doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Follow them uh, closely, follow their careers, uh, reach out, say hi, ask for advice. Uh, never give up on your dream. I know, for example, per my life, that I didn't always know where the path was going to come from. And rarely do we ever know where the path or uh, the journey is going to take us. But what I do know is that when you believe in, in yourself, when you know that the creator put something in your heart, a seed, that SD is going to be water if you will just trust the process and have some faith. Um, you just have to step out. I always think about my very first CD. It was not my favorite. I didn't have the creative control. I didn't know how to engineer and know how to mix. I know how to do all the things that I, I know how to do now. And um, it's just weird. Some people say, well, put it out anyway. 
And I'm like, no, but I, uh, I had a whole bunch of reasons why I wasn't just going to sit on it. And I put it out. And that project traveled from East Coast, West Coast, had me North, South, wow. had me all over. And people loved that project. So oftentimes people have to, we have to get out of our own head. We have to stop waiting until um, everything is there. Sometimes you just have to trust the process and go, go with what you have. Start where you are okay. and know that everything is going to work out. It's just going to work out. It is. And if it does not work out the way you want to at that moment, know that you're going to learn something valuable that's going to carry you to the next step. Know that when you just take a step, that the path will manifest. Know that the light will shine in that darkness. Just know that God put that in you for a reason and he's going to take care of it. So we just have to it's time. We have to put the time in. We have to put the time into our dreams. If you're not putting the time in, you're not going to get anything out. So, so every day, every day, every day, if it's just, I don't know, uh, if you just do five minutes on your dream every day, yes. and typically yes. five minutes will turn into 10, will turn into an hour. It doesn't work like that when you're working in your passion. But if you just say, I'm going to underachieve my way to success, I'm going to do two minutes, five minutes, whatever it takes, just keep doing it and you will be moving forward and you will look up and be wondering how, how you got there. And be thankful that the most high he has brought you to a place you never imagined or dreamed he would be. Lord Yancey, wow, you're, you know, you're, pers you're like a motivational speaker as well. You know, I could listen to you um, going through that. That was just so awesome. You're so kind. Thank you. I'm, I'm hearing, you know, definitely take that step and keep going is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. How can people, you know, if people want to reach out to you and get some advice and they want to know about your music and they want to support you, and they want to follow you and you know how can they do that well you can go to facebook uh, lord yancy on facebook and yancy is y-a-n-c-y-y -Y, uh, or you can go to my website lord yancy music.com and uh you'll see what's coming down the pipeline and you see new music and new cds you'll see it all it's right there oh wow is there anything else you would like to say to the listening audience? Is there anything that you feel, you know, they, they, yeah, they need to, they need to hear, they need to know. Is there anything, can you talk about anything that you're doing that um, they can probably follow and get involved in? And... Well, if you're in the Ypsilanti, Michigan area, come on out. I will be doing a jazz concert oh. on August 13th. So... Yeah, it's going to be all right. So come on out, get some of that inspiration and uh, say hello. And we just going to have a good time. Um, the information is on the website. Go to the website. There you go. Go check it out. Go to the website. Go tell, yeah, tell them the website again. Go mention it it's, again. Uh, Lord, on Facebook, it's just Lord Yancey. Oh, just go on. Okay. And then everything. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. And Instagram, L Yancey, Y A N C Y Y. 